Win, lose. Always raw. We, we are Forge Radio. Radio. We, we are black and gold. Hello and welcome to a special edition of The Raw Show with me, Adam Bailey. I'm delighted to be joined by Aidan Leap in the studio to review yesterday's Hallam Sports Park Day. And Aidan, it was a, a, a brilliant day of sport, especially from a University of Sheffield perspective. It really was a morning, Adam. Morning, everyone. I don't know what's so morning, everyone. You probably listened to us in the middle of the night. But um, yeah, it was a good day, actually, because... Uh, it's one of those days where there's so many events and quite a lot of close events as well that can go either way and things that happen quite quickly as well. So it's important to get quite a lot of points on the board and luckily we got lots of points on the board, not just a few. So a, a pretty successful day all around actually. It was because the University of Sheffield, of course, looking to win a fifth successive varsity t- t- title. The university needed 40 points to retain varsity and it took a 6-3 lead into Hallam Sports Park today. And, and Aidan, this day is actually not normally d- d- dominated by Sheffield Hallam. I, s- I, s- I said this day was normally dominated by Sheffield Hallam because the University of Sheffield actually won 12 and a half points of the 17 available yet yesterday. And I haven't had a chance to, to, speak, to, to speak, speak to Sport Sheffield yet, but I'm sure they'll be very pleased to lead 18 and a half to seven and a half points after Hallam Sports Park Day. Certainly, yeah. And there's like events that traditionally Hallam dominated. And I know when I started at university a couple of years ago, football, Hallam just won football. That was It wasn't even a question. They won the points and that was it. So you sort of wrote off four or five points before you'd even started. And we've become a lot more competitive in them. Similarly, similarly with rugby union, it used to be a lot closer than it is now. Both games actually yesterday turned out to be pretty close. But it's it's games like that that used to be the dominant Hallam sort of events that aren't anymore. But it's also nice to see that we're coming on the right side of very close games as well. Because quite a lot of the games that we'll go through, I'm sure, were really close. But it was nice to see that we just about got on the right side of most of them. Absolutely. We'll start with the reviewing. We'll review all the sports from yesterday. We'll start with the rugby union. And the, 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 the women's rugby union tie was always going to be an intriguing watch after a shock Hallam victory last year. And both teams came into this year's varsity having an identical record in the league this season. So perhaps it was no, no surprise, Aidan, that that game ended 12-all um, with b- both teams sharing the point. Yeah, it was, a, it was a really good game as well to watch because we were talking about on the way down as we were going to Hallam Sports Park, how close they were, like you said, and how, how evenly matched they were. And I think, I think we'd won previous, the previous game this season in the league, I think I'm right in saying, but it was always going to be a close one, like you're saying, both teams on good form as well, so 12-12 is a, it's sort of a result you'll take, I think, in that game as well, because you've not lost any ground to Helm uh, in a game that we could easily have lost, just just going off, obviously, being in the same league, it's it's quite difficult to predict, so half a point, it was a fair result as well, I think both teams had spells where they dominated the game, um, so Sort of no real complaints on either side, I don't think. They were both been happy to get away with half point and not loot. Sort of not losing in that in that situation in varsity is not a bad result, I don't think, for either side. Absolutely. And then in the men's rugby union, it was a complete University of Sheffield whitewash. The rugby union men's threes won 15-3. The twos won 25-0. And then the rugby union men's, the last event, like the the, 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 the centrepiece, mm. the showpiece of the uh, of Hallam Sports Park's day. And... At one stage, it looked like Hallam were going to take the point because they, they did lead 12-0 just before half-time. And then the University of Sheffield scored a try on the stroke of half-time. And how important was that for the University of Sheffield to score that try literally on the stroke of half-time to go in just trailing um, by South 12 seven, points to seven? I think it's quite very, well, it's very important because 12-7 is... Your two 
conversion, your two field goals, field goal, whatever they're called. Like you can tell I hate rugby union, can't you? They're, they're, but they're they're two, three points away from being back in the lead, and they, it gets you close enough that you're not chasing tries. Whereas if they'd have gone in twelve nil down at half time, you think we want to score a try pretty early within the first five, ten minutes in the second half, and that puts a lot of pressure on your play, especially on a pitch by that point, which you'd turn into a bit of a mud bath really because you'd had the women's ones obviously there before the weather wasn't ideal so it wasn't ideal conditions so to get that try and sort of take the pressure off slightly knowing that you only need one more try in the second half just lets you ease back into the game they certainly did that in the second half and they they for all intents and purposes dominated the second half really it was because Hallam didn't score any points and said that the University of Sheffield there was no further tries in the second half but the University of Sheffield did add uh, I think it was three penalties so I think that's the word penalties. penalties that's, that's what I wanted. Yeah, because um, just after half time, they scored a penalty to come within two points of Hallam. Then another penalty saw them come from behind to lead for the first time, which was twelve thirteen. And then the last kick of the game, in added time, um, Hodgson scored a penalty to seal a sixteen twelve win. And he, and this is my first varsity. That was my first varsity event that I went to. Mm. And it, I think after the the penalty was uh, sealed the win, 16-12 win, there was a, a, a complete pitch invasion. I think yeah. that was for the first time that I realised what, what it means to the University of Sheffield, both the players mm. and also the fans who are out there to support the black and gold. Yeah, I was thinking about this as well, actually, because I was watching the rugby league, the first half of the rugby league earlier in the day, and I was sort of looking around and I was going, any other time these two sets of teams could play each other and it wouldn't really matter but as soon as you put them on a varsity pitch whatever sport you watch it always gets a little bit ill-tempered there's a there's like if you're watching football the tackles flying a bit harder like the crowd get into it so it's a really it's a bizarre sort of varsity brings out the it brings out the best sport in people certainly and uh, things like that but just going back to that penalty that they took at the end there was absolutely no need I mean we were 13-12 up and could have kicked a touch and we went now you know what We'll have more points. So that, 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 I think that just sums up Varsity, really, to be fair. Absolutely, and I suppose... You want to 16, rub their face in it. Yeah, 16-12 does sound better. And you talked about the... I think the it's the the real, real passion that comes out yeah. at Varsity for sport and also for your university as well. And I covered the Rugby Union's men's twos, and that was eventful both on and off the pitch. <laughs> the referee had to deal with an altercation after quite a, a hard a challenge tackle that went in and then it also got a bit eventful off the field as well. They had to get to security and um, to deal with uh, fans entering the field of play. But I think that just shows you the the, the, the passion that is around in varsity. Yeah, it led to my favourite quote of the day actually as well because I was I was sort of stood on the next pitch the Rugby Union 2s and someone let a flare off and the, the guy who I was stood with went, oh, I didn't realise there was a Cortina's gig going on over there. So, um, <laughs> no, but like things like that, we were, especially in the men's 2s, we were dominating that game. And That's the point where you say there's no need for the fans to get involved. You, you're 25-0 up, just... We're going to win. Chill out. But, um, yeah, no one no one disgraced themselves too much, I don't believe, did they? No, no. I think only one person got ejected from the Holland Sports Fine. Park. That's that's low for normal standards. Um, but in terms of the Rugby League, you said you watched the first half yeah. there. And I think the University of Sheffield made it three wins in a row with a 40-20 win against Sheffield Holland. You, 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 you said that you saw the first half. Mm. Does, does the, the scoreline reflect the performance you saw? Yeah, it really does. It was I think it was 22-10 at half-time from what I can remember. And uh, th- they were really dominant. Hallam really only got their 10 points through. They had a spell of a couple of about five minutes where they scored two really good tries the first one the first one even was a bit of a mix-up actually from the University of Sheffield because they didn't take a catch on the sixth tackle that they really should have but yeah the University of Sheffield had far too much class and they were breaking the line far too regularly and they uh, 
even when they got into positions to score, you thought they're sort of half in a position, but they, there was a couple of really good finishes as well in the corners, which which meant that they sort of extended that lead into half-time. And then in the second half, it was much the same from what I've heard. So, yeah, a pretty comfortable victory. Yes, and in terms of the, 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 the football, another major sport that took place yesterday, six points on offer for the f- football. And these are always going to perhaps be de- 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 decisive on the day of which way the points will go. And also could have been decisive in terms of where the victory goes in terms of next Wednesday when the, the varsity title is, is decided. And so the, the football, six, six points on offer there, always has the p- p- potential to be key. It really does, yeah, and, and as I said before, like this used to be a Hallam thing, but over the last few years we seem to have got close. I remember a couple of years ago, we, I think we won three and a half of the four men's points on offer, I think I think that was two years ago, and everyone was completely shocked that we even managed to win any points, so I, it's nice to see us coming back into football, because it's, it's a thing that people like to watch as well, and there was quite a good crowd, for, even for the men's fours, which was the first thing that happened at uh, about half past one yesterday, there was a good crowd in attendance for that, so people enjoy watching the football, and they're really competitive games as well. They're pretty. Even the one which I watched, which finished two 0 was a pretty close game. And Hallam had a few chances that could have made it interesting. Put it that, way. that was the men's fours. Was it the yeah. first event of the day? Yeah, it was, the weather was lovely. I'll say that it, it was, was. I was coming across at the time. Absolutely tipping it down. Uh, yeah, but a good, it was a good game actually. And uh, the University of Sheffield, you could always tell they had that bit more quality. They're in. I think they're in Northern Five B, and they've just won the title this season as well. So they'll be going up and Hallam are in a division below but Hallam had some tricky players they had a, they had a guy up front who was a, should we say a handful he, he, looked, he was a bit of a Troy Deeney figure almost he, he liked to hold up the ball and sort of move from deep and things like that so yeah but they just had too much quality at the University of Sheffield and they had most most of the defensive angles covered as well as scoring they scored two goals from set pieces as well which was um, nice to see that they obviously had trained on something like that in the, uh, in the build up to the match Yes, and the men's threes lost 4-2 to Hallam and the men's twos got half a point after a two-all draw. And the men's ones, that was also a share, the, the spoils were shared. That was a 1-1 draw. Uh, the university actually came back from behind to salvage a draw. What was l- late on, Aidan? I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I game. saw the goal, actually. It was a really good finish as well because you could tell that it was about 10 minutes to go when I started watching it. You could tell that the University of Sheffield were really trying to apply the pressure and Hallam looked like they were going to hang on. But again, I think it was a set piece and it came in and it dropped back, didn't it? And the, whoever scored I'm hoping you're going to tell me who yes, scored yes it was Will yes. Saxon who he came on just a few minutes before oh, as, a, as a, yeah. a substitute yeah it was a set piece goal I think he yeah. followed it into the, the corner just with a few minutes to go but it, in off the bar as well best goals are in off the bar we all know this correct and you mentioned, the, you mentioned the, the, the set pieces there Matt Harris who scored for Hallam he also yeah. scored from a, a corner um I think that was just minutes after he actually missed a, a penalty. He missed a yeah. penalty uh, just after half time. Um, Matt Harris did. He hit the outside of the post, and then just minutes later, he, he made up for it and um, scrambling home the opening goal from what was a corner. So set, set pieces seem to have been something that have been worked on. Yeah, exactly. And I, it's nice to see that as well because for all this flowing football that Barcelona have bought, there's something quite nice about an English hoof it into the box and sort of see where it drops. And if you can whack your foot on it, it's quite good. To be fair, the goal in the foot, the ones that I saw was. It was a lot better than that. There was some skill in it. Whereas the the ones in the fours could be described as scrappy. I think to be fair, there's a bit of a goal mouth scramble and then uh, a couple of uh, couple of boots got swung at it and they both went in. So, uh, um, but in terms positive. of like the, the the training, something that I've gathered from talking to captains and the players is. Mm. 
the last two weeks or the, the season's really built up to this and the training has really stepped up so perhaps they're doing a bit more uh, set piece training trying to make where the small margins yeah. where a lot of the games are decided trying to trying to put them into their favour and I think we saw that yeah. in there but in terms of the, the, the women's football Hallam have t- typically dominated the two women's games as was the, the case this year the women's ones lost 5-0 an improvement on last year when they lost 9-0 and the women's twos actually they lost 3-2 but they did score a late goal to pull within one of the Hallam score but it wasn't enough to take the uh, to take a share of the spoils so both women's football games went to Sheffield Hallam um, let's go inside now away from the weather and the rain <laughs> it was the cricket Aidan you were supposed to cover this but the crowds were oh, just too big yes I was supposed to. this is a, this is a great story because so obviously the, fo- the men's football fours which I was covering before kicked off late so that means I was late into the cricket so I'll, I'll get my defence out early but so I turned up to the cricket about I think the first innings had finished it was the men's twos um, and uh, to say the crowd was lively and rather large as well. It was it's sort of eight and nine deep, and I I'm not a small gentleman. I'm I'm six foot four, uh, but I could not see anything. I could see I, I could see the back of people's heads and a lot of cheering. It was a really good atmosphere. I should say this before he. Uh, go and look at the games but it was a great atmosphere there was lots of people there they were sort of split down the middle so you had a uni side and a Hallam side it was it was really good fun actually for the 10 minutes of the back of people's heads that I saw um, and the men's won uh, the point and the women's um, the university also finished won that one as well I think because it's t- yeah. I think traditionally the men's cricket teams and the women have both been coming into this they were both confident of ending in one of varsity defeats yeah. they both lost last season and I think the university was quite a, a comfortable victory for the w- women's side in the end yeah they were I think from what I heard last year as well because I knew a couple of people on the cricket team last year they were really disappointed that they didn't get the points last year because they felt they were much the better team but they've come into it this year and these are the sort of these are the sort of events that are really crucial in varsity because it's one of those things indoor cricket it's not like outdoor cricket it's not a t20 it's it's played over I think six or eight overs so it's it's a short time period and in something like that you can never Sometimes you just can't get going, and that, I think that we saw that last year. But fortunately, this year our teams did get going, and they've taken all three points, which is a complete reversal from last year. So it's those sort of points that will really help us. And when you consider that we won Varsity last year, and then you've got the three extra points that we should have won, that all the teams thought we should have won last year, then it it sort of it just adds to the uh, it just yeah adds to the scoreboard, doesn't it? it the, which does. which is blindingly bloody obvious but yeah that's true yeah. Um, but the, the university in terms of the women's cricket finished with a score of 93 out for one from 10 overs beating Hallam who were all bobbled out for 63 runs from 8 overs so a convincing win there for the women's cricket team uh, a match that is the playing played for the first time this year, and I covered it, was the lacrosse men's twos, and the University of Sheffield won the inaugural uh, match, a, a, a 5-2 victory, which is perhaps quite low scoring for a, a, a lac- lac- lacrosse game. I, yeah, I was surprised when I saw it was 5-2, because it was, especially because I think it was 2-2, wasn't it, after three quarters as well. It was a pretty close game uh, all the way through, so not much scoring in this one, but like you, I think you said it was quite an exciting match to watch. It was. It was. Enter, the weather conditions didn't help. There was no. quite a lot of balls slipping and stuff like that. But they, the, 
Hallam, uh, but the University of Sheffield took the lead twice. Hallam then cancelled it out, so it was 2 2 at half time. Ned Swift then restored Uni's advantage with just over 10 minutes left. And the, the victory was really sealed with t- two late goals, uh, which really sealed the 5 2 win uh, for the University of Sheffield. But it's good, good to see that events are being added as, part- as participation grows because lacrosse is a growing sport within the uni- both universities. The first time they've had universities' teams. And it's good to see that um, lacrosse has been added. And also, it, it seems to be, and it's also helped the University of Sheffield have a, an advantage. Yeah, I was going to say, I've Sport Sheffield are delighted now they've been able to get this in that they've won the points but yeah it's nice to see I think you, you, we've seen a couple of other sports that have come in sort of as like test events almost so we've had dodgeball for a couple of years that's going on again uh, on Saturday or Sunday I think it's Sunday this year uh, and darts tea obviously which is at the end on April the 1st um, you're seeing events like that also sort of being slowly added it'll be nice to see if they can get onto the full uh, varsity schedule and maybe next year in a couple of years time because um, anything that adds to the sport I know like when you look at the the Roses varsity Lancashire, uh, Lancaster and York they have thousands of they have about 150 different sports it's wow ridic- they have so many different but they play like varsity chess and all sorts of stuff I mean it's nowhere near as big as ours because they do it all over three days so and they could up their game but it's nice to see uh, new sports being added and it's it's especially nice if the University of Sheffield win them, Adam. I think, I yes. think we'll both agree on that. Yes, I'm t- talking of a, a point that they won. One of the next three sports, the last final three sports that we're going to discuss, all saw University of Sheffield wins. Ar- archery, Sheffield won the points, but as we discussed outside the studio, it was almost guaranteed coming into it because out of the, the, the 16 archers who took place, only two of them were Hallam. And pro- pro- probability would tell you that unless one of the Hallam archers was outstanding, then they were going to win. And in the end, it turned out the... the Point was guaranteed for the University of Sheffield after the second round with the semi-finals all being contested between the, the, the uni archers. And it's a shame that some sports aren't that, that competitive in terms of Hallam and University of Sheffield. Yeah, it's, but the, the thing with archery as well is it's one of the more niche sports as well. So I think it just it sort of depends on what sort of student intake you get and things like that. It could happen next year where we're in this position but reversed where Hallam have loads of archers and we don't. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes next year. But... A point's a point, I'm going to say. Even even in a spurious circumstance like that, a point is a point. But um, yeah, it would be, be nice to see a bit more competition in events like that, definitely. Absolutely. In terms of the cycling, moving away now from Hallam Sports, but the cycling took place, I think it was in the Peak District round there. Mm. And uh, the University of Sheffield beat uh, Hallam in the cycling time trial. They've still got the still got the BMX and the hill climb to come. The BMX is on Monday, a new event this year, and the hill climb is next Wednesday on finals days. And that's going to decide who gets the point after the first point, am I right in saying, was shared between yes. Hallam and University of Sheffield. So it's a, it's a bit of a contrived point system, but basically there's five cycling events. If you win an event, if so if each uni wins an event, which they have done, you get half a point each. So um, the University of Sheffield won uh, the cross-country cycling, which was the first one last Wednesday, and then I was at the downhill cycling on Sunday, which Hallam won. So that both guaranteed them half a point. And then it becomes sort of a race to three. So if you win... If you win three events, then you get an extra point. So University one win away from getting a point and a half. We've already got the half, but we want the other point. It's all very confusing. If you win them all, you get two as well. But that's not going to happen. So. Yes, well, why do they make things complicated? Why don't just give them half a point each. Just give them half a point Yeah, each. that would make sense. It'd make it so much easier. Um, and then the final event that took place yesterday was the golf. Um, and this was a really good comeback. Yes. Perhaps the, the, the talk about the miracle of Medina. Oh. The, 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 mid- the, uh, the miracle of Sheffield, because Hallam led 3-1 after the morning's uh, play. Mm. They were leading 4-2 at one point, And I think the pr- pr- provisionally they were going to win Hallam 
8-5. However, the university came back to win 6.5 to 5.5 to take the, the varsity point. What a comeback. Quite incredible, wasn't it? The, the miracle of workshop doesn't really work, though, does it? It doesn't have the same ring to its miracle of Medina. Medina. Um, no, but um, yeah, a really good comeback. And um, it's nice that the golf got on as well, because I think it was last year it got cancelled due to fog. So they'll be delighted that they even got to play this year. But um, now they have got to play. It's a fantastic comeback. And especially for a position like where Hallam looked so dominant as well halfway through. I sort of, because we were following it through the live blog, I sort of half wrote it off. I stopped looking for golf. And then it turned up and they'd won. And I was like, you what? So I had to check back and check I wasn't like going mad or something. But it was a really impressive comeback. And... Uh, yeah, I, I think they'll be delighted. And like I say, having not been able to compete last year, it's nice to even just get out there and play in varsity and feel like you've done something for your team. And that's they've certainly done that and get an extra point. But that's the great thing about varsity. Things can change so happen, especially on EIS Day, which is on Monday. <sighs> Things there can so happen because there's... Netball. Got, got netball, netball is the one. Netball, basketball, yeah. futsal can all change in a matter of seconds. Yeah. I think the netball women's freeze last year, there was drama right until the last second yeah. when they lost, I think, 36-35. They had a disallowed goal in the last, literally, the second. And that, I think that's the great thing about... You, you never, it's never won until it's won, really. No, certainly. Sorry, I was just drinking. Um, it's certainly not. And, and things like, you could go into a situation, we're, we're certainly very happy this morning, we could go into a situation at EIS where they, like Hallam could have a similar day to what the University of Sheffield have just had, and it makes it a lot closer again. And it's again those, unpre- this is what I hate about varsity. All the sports are really unpredictable, they're really fast-paced, like even tonight, the ice hockey. Yeah. We sort of think that Hallam are going to have the advantage, but we're not quite sure, because even a couple of years ago, there was a nil-nil draw yeah. in the Which is quite unusual for ice hockey. Really, it was a really enjoyable game. It was the best game, one of the better games of ice hockey I've seen, to be fair, and a nil-nil, like, really surprising. But they won, uh, Hallam won, obviously, 3-1 last year, so we're expecting sort of a Hallam win but you, like, even in something like ice hockey you just can't tell and if if something bounces the right way for you in most of these sports on the day you could end up winning it and that could completely swing the whole of varsity either way Absolutely and we're both commentating on that game tonight the commentary yeah. is on Forge TV and also TV coverage face-offs at 7 o'clock and perhaps some people will perhaps see it as a, a warm-up event to the ones next Wednesday but it's a, a, a brilliant event by itself It really is and if I should say there's still tickets available as far as I'm aware uh, to go to this game site Ice Sheffield so if you haven't got a ticket for the Ice Hockey 1s, which I know quite a lot of people won't have because it sells out in minutes now, go to the Ice Hockey 2s. It's it's easy to get to on the tram. It's just as good. It is honestly just as good an event. The standard of Ice Hockey is very high. And it's a, it's a sort of friendlier atmosphere as well because it's never that busy as well. So it's quite nice to go to. So I think if you missed out on a ticket for the 1s, go to the 2s. There's my advice. There you go. There's advice. I'm even telling people not to listen to Forge. That's what I'm actually doing. I'm in effect saying... Don't listen to Forge. Go to the ice hockey. Then come home and watch it again. Yeah, or you can, or you can listen to the radio commentary while you're while sat you're in there. there. Forgeday.com forward slash extra. Absolutely. Um, so that's all the sports that we reviewed from Hallam Sports Park Day. It all means that the University of Sheffield lead 18.5 to 7.5 points. You've got to think that the University of Sheffield are in a in pole, pole position to retain and win a fifth successive title. Yeah, they definitely are. And I, I thought going into yesterday, it wouldn't be in this position at all I thought Hallam would do much better yesterday than they did do um, and so from that position I was sort of going into it thinking because I think they won EIS day overall uh, Hallam Sportsbook day overall last year they did by one point yeah. last year so I was sort of expecting a similar thing and it'd be quite close on scoring we'd still be ahead by a couple of points to be ahead by what 11 points yeah. at this stage and we've still not we've still got two massive days to go 
it's looking good, but I'm going to say that with optim- uh, with a bit of pessimism because obviously, like we said, things that happen on Monday and uh, Wednesday can all change really quickly. And there's so many events on the final day as well that can can go either way. Absolutely. Remember, forgetoday.com forward slash Varsity, got there in the end, is your place for all things Varsity. Forge Radio will also have live radio commentaries from events and updates, and Forge TV will have live TV coverage from a few events too. So thank you very much for joining me, Aidan. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. And I'm, uh, yeah, sorry for my lack of insight because I, what I haven't told people is that I was doing an essay yesterday at Ham Sports Park. But I, I think I hid it quite well by reading what happened. Yes, you certainly I was did. Sort of, I was sort of in the atmosphere. I knew what was happening, just about. Win, lose. Always raw. We, we are Forge Radio. Radio. We, we are black and gold. gold.